0: Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill, and these are kind of my journal. And I am posting this, hopefully, on July 25th, which is a Tuesday. And also, I'm hoping to put a video up that will further explain. So if you are new, welcome. Uh, The purpose of this podcast and Substack really is to create a place for those of us who are what I call wired for danger, which means that your default nervous system response in a dangerous situation is to run towards it. But all of us have all three fight, flight, freeze. But I believe that we are wired in such a way for a purpose, which is what we like to explore also on this podcast. So understanding who we are and what role we play in the world today. And What I'm calling this podcast is really gladiator warrior orchestra conductor, symphony conductor. And the reason I wanted to do that is I was thinking about all of this in a way that I wanted to create a visual. Uh, It came to me a while ago that we have an abundance of gladiators out in the world We don't need more gladiators, but I think that they are a lot of gladiators are wired for danger kind of people. So I wanted to talk about who we are as gladiators, uh, what I mean as a warrior, as a wired for danger human, and I wanted to explore this idea of uh, being an orchestra or symphony conductor and why we are all capable of being any of those three. But I want to talk about it in the context of those of us whose nervous system is primed and pumped to behave in a certain way as our world becomes a little bit crazier every single day. So we're going to do a couple things. One, I posted a couple videos below. Uh, There are two music videos. I haven't done it yet, so I'm hoping I can find them and post them. One is highlights what a highly organized, organized symphonic conductor would do. Uh, the second is, appears very chaotic. The music appears very chaotic. Uh, you know, that's what I actually feel like on the inside 90% of the time. But if you can step back, you can also see that it's highly produced. It's highly orchestrated. It is not random or chaotic. Uh, as an accident or an undisciplined approach the next thing we're going to do is play the intro which is about three minutes long so if you have heard it and you don't want to you can jump ahead if you're new and you listen you and you like it then you might really just be in the right place so with that deep breath and i will see you on the other side tell me what Five, four, three. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's, it's the end. of Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. How do we get, how do we get so... Since day one, something's been missing I-I know it's time to transition to It's a brand new day, and I am so glad you're here. My name is Jill, and these are my journals out loud. I draw on them to bring you a podcast, focusing on those of us who are wired for danger. In both the fight and the fallout. Because my heart and mission is to serve you and yours, and what I know to be true as a wired for danger human. The quest for meaningness is Without a mission we are willing to die for, there is no purpose or meaning to live for. We are not special, but necessary. Our lives are often hard, and they rarely end well. But even knowing all of this, we just can't not do what we were born to do, because we can't stop being who we were born to be. If you are new, I hope you'll listen and see if any of this rings true. And if so, you are not alone. And with that, we are so glad you're here. I've been looking for a place that I'd rather be I've been searching for my own destiny I raise my gun to the sky And scream out loud This is my life This is my hope This is what Time to let it all out. We are the young ones to battle survival. We will watch you like a nile of a fighter. We are the young ones to battle survival. We will watch you like a nile of a fighter. And we are back. Okay. So what I wanted to talk about is these three types of ways of being in the world. And I think it's really important because, you know, we've gotten very label happy in the world, but not everybody is a thinker with words. Some of us are very visual. Uh, there's a lot of power in having an image to hold on to as an idea or uh, being able to listen to the music and having that resonate in, an, in a way that makes sense or uh, we connect with. Uh, but it's also a simple snapshot that can serve as a reminder, as a point of focus. And, you know, I've changed the introduction of what this uh, podcast and website is all about, is both Touchstone and Tribe. going to add talisman too because uh, what I really like about the touchstone idea and I have uh, sort of become a bit of a rock hound is I like the idea of something strong and powerful and steady that you can literally touch or figuratively touch that recenters refocuses brings you back to that point of focused energy I spoke about a few podcasts ago Something that quickly allows us to bring ourselves back to center, uh, which is important as chaos abounds around us. It's easy to get distracted and off topic. Of course, I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, So I like that, and I like the idea of having a community as tribe, as connection with us. That For those who understand what I'm talking about, that Just that sense of maybe I'm not crazy and I don't feel alone. I like when other people talk about how they are or share ideas that I resonate with. It just helps me feel a little more sane in a world that is getting less and less so. So with that, what do I mean? Uh, Gladiator, warrior, uh, conductor. Well, first, let's just look at where those people are do their best most intense performance that's their peak moment and you know one of the realities about being wired for danger is you have few peak moments you have a lot of unpeak boredom moments which creates lots and lots of problems for us because we were born for high intensity high peak moments not for the rest of the lifetime boring stuff which makes our lives very hard we're not good at the boring stuff Uh, You know, if we're lucky, we get to be in a position where we have enough peak moments where we feel like ourselves. You know, I felt that way when I worked in the emergency room. I didn't know this about myself. I didn't understand this concept, you know, and it's something, it's a theory I'm still developing, but it just is making more and more sense to me because it's the nervous system which is really driving who we are out in the world. It's the communication system. It's the super highway of all the things going on with our mind, our thought, our thinking, our feeling, our actions, our interactions with the world, with the fuel that we bring in, with the energy we put out. All of that is orchestrated through our nervous system. And so in today's world, we have a high gladiator Uh, issue going on and you know history repeats Rome had bread and circus right we have that movie uh, gladiator which is sort of what gave me this idea are you not entertained Uh, and if you take a visual of the gladiator now he wasn't in there by choice but he was in there by political coercion right he was forced to fight or die but he was the entertainment his life had no value but the entertainment he provided and the general public rome would come and cheer thumbs up thumbs down about the value of the entertainment and it wasn't the content it wasn't the message it wasn't the uh, what was important what was important was the distraction it offered so that you were not paying attention to what was going on outside the arena if the arena could hold your attention satisfy your need stimulate you uh, feed your addiction then it it proved it provided its purpose and in today's world the arena is our digital screen and our gladiators are becoming more and more children. Some of the highest YouTube and TikTok earners are tiny little children. But let's just talk a little bit more about what the gladiator really is. They are the center of focus. Uh, Oftentimes they are powerful or they're beautiful or they are mesmerizing or they are unique. But basically all they are is taking in the focus and attention of the crowd. All of the focus and the intention of the crowd, attention and intention of the crowd, is focused on a singular event. Harnessing all that energy and power on something wildly inconsequential only, as entertainment, And think about what 99% of the entertainment online is. Now, I'm not going to argue with you. There's how-to videos have saved all of our lives. There's nothing better than a video on how to fix your car, right? But I'm talking about the endless amount of ideas and information and entertainment and opinions and news and analysis, analysis, analysis on all the things going on out in the world. Everything is about something in which you have no personal responsibility for. You are not involved directly. You have no capacity to control the process or the outcome. You are observing the gladiator on screen and the gladiator shows up because they like the attention. They're not, maybe some of the children are being forced to be there. But most of the gladiators in the world today, it's the addiction of fame. It feels good. It it generates income. It generates self-importance. But most of it doesn't matter. Even if somebody's talking about something that feels important on a topic that has importance. Even, you know, like child trafficking, which is a big thing for me, right? I don't like bad things happening to children but it's still just generic ideas that are really entertaining us because they're only distracting us from everything that we have actual ability to do anything about so that takes us to the next place The next place is the warrior. The warrior on the battlefield versus the warrior uh, not on the battlefield. But for peak moment, right, for those of us who are wired for danger, the peak moment is in the fight. Now, this feels good. Anybody who's played sports knows that when you get an opponent that can match your skill level, level or even better, be a little bit better than you are that forces you to become more, that takes you out of the uh, mundane thinking, mechanical process of the fight, whatever it is, uh, into the flow of the fight where you stop thinking. uh, The last samurai uh, depicted that really well. Stop thinking, no mind, no mind, right? You enter into this flow state in the fight that is awesome, whether it is violent or not. It is a push experience, right? Push, pull, pause. Push is fight. That, that pushing your energy out of interacting with the world around you with uh, engaging, mostly in a physical way, but it can be mentally or emotionally. Lots of people mental spar these days. Uh, we emotionally beat each other up on a regular basis, right? And so uh, that's all that fighting that goes on. It's the energy in us. Because our nervous system is primed and pumped and we are on all adrenaline. And for us who are wired for danger, we feel good. It's hard to explain to people who are not like this why violence feels good. Now, I'm not talking about getting hurt. I'm talking about the intensity and the power and the energy within ourselves. Now, as you get older, you realize, well, this isn't fabulous in terms of its effects it feels good in the flow state but it's not very effective as a problem solving tool or a long-term strategy right it's a it's an awesome survival mechanism like they say, you know if the tiger is coming at you if the enemy is throwing spears if your house is on fire uh, if you're in a car accident and it's getting ready to blow up, if someone's trying to rob you, uh, if you're being mugged, uh, all of these are instances when your fight response turns on and if you are wired, it turns on very quickly and you are very effective because this is what you were born for. The, under, the unfortunate component is that most of life is not at this peak moment. Most of life is boring And so some people, you know, become criminals and they stir up lots of trouble because that's when they feel good. They feel good in the danger. Uh, Some people join the military because they feel good in the war zone. They won't tell you they feel good, but you notice they quite often go back. We even see that with refugee workers. Uh, You know, I've talked about that. What happens when you are in a war zone, when you're on the battlefield, when you're in a super intense situation, all the BS drops away. It's a flow state again. You're in that state of flow where uh, you're interacting with people at the very real level, and it feels good, and once you've had that experience, it's extremely difficult to return to the mundane, the boring, and the superficial, uh, the inconsequential, uh, the gladiator state, right? Once you have truly been a warrior and you understand the internal cost to that, uh, the state of gladiator becomes, uh, what's the word I want? I don't want to say comical, but it's just, uh, it's ridiculous. It becomes ridiculous. And You know, we saw that in the movie. He was like, this is ridiculous. Why are you doing this? This is insane. It is, you know, it's just, it's very, very bad. Okay. So part of growing up is recognizing that, you know, you can't live in the warrior state forever. Uh, It may feel good, but it is not practical. You know, you will always have your wired for danger response in case of emergency. Uh, More so, you know, if you're in a first responder kind of job. But, you know, a couple of things happen. One, as you grow up and you realize, well, this isn't a very good problem-solving tool. I can't keep beating people up. Uh, You can look around at a more philosophical level and understand that violence never brings peaceful resolution. It may postpone more violence, but it will inevitably create more uh, violence down the road because most people uh, hold a grudge, right? So things will just return. Things will show up. You may have a temporary peace, but you know, when we go in and bomb everybody, we're shocked that, you know, they hold a grudge and that someday, even if you're China, a hundred, they have a China has a hundred year plan because they lost face a hundred years ago with us. And that's their most important thing. And they have this incredible long-term memory Uh, that Americans don't understand. And we will shortly, probably. Okay, so a warrior understands that this isn't a very good way to move forward in the long term. And then, you know, the third thing that happens for warriors is that you physically start to poop out. I mean, you just cannot maintain the level of intensity that was once uh, simple and easy. The recovery process was quick. Now it takes a lot more time. You just don't have it. It just isn't It isn't good for you. You can't box into your 90s, right? I mean, there's a lot. For most people who lived the warrior lifestyle, whatever that looked like, uh, you were in a state of high adrenaline and you did a lot of damage. You know, I've talked about that. I saw Jeffrey Prather talk about that. I mean, high adrenaline states compromise your immune system. And when your immune system is compromised, you invite all kinds of other problems to come your way so it's just not a good long-term strategy to stay in warrior mode and so part of the sophistication with all of our human uh, learning processes is moving past the simplistic uh, the external and shifting into what can I do what am I responsible for what can I manage on my end versus conquer and control Uh, that warrior models have, right? And that's where I came up with this idea of either like an orchestra conductor, a symphony conductor, or even a movie director. And, you know, that second video, the two videos, the first one, I just, the first time I saw it, I cried. It was so beautiful. Uh, It was just incredible. The, The visual, the music, the whole thing the way it was shot it was just incredible the way all of the pieces came together into this amazing process and experience you know and the second one is loud and violent and intense and it feels chaotic but when I, I've only watched, uh, I think they're called Falling in Reverse, and someone told me about the song, and then I started to listen to a couple other songs, and I'm like, whoa, that's really what I'm like inside and had I been younger, uh, had I been able to do that, that's what I should have done, is make these kinds of videos, and because at 16, I really wanted to be a music director, music video director. First ones I saw on MTV, I'm like, I want to do that, and ironically, it's the one thing everybody hates, is when I do my music video editing, but That being said, that it's highly produced, it's highly organized, it's very sophisticated the way it's all pulled together. So even though the energy feels intense and chaotic, uh, those of you who are hardcore wired for danger will totally get why that intensity feels good to watch because it's a way to kind of channel... Uh, the intensity within and nobody gets hurt because let's just be honest I think I shared uh, watching a documentary on uh, punk rock and a young well he was old now but he was I think he was the replacement singer for the Sex Pistols after I think Sid Vicious died I think that's who he was but he said he goes I was so aggressive and angry had i not gotten upstage as a musician i would have just done nothing but fight and ended up killing somebody so you can't pretend you don't feel this way i don't think we do a very good job of uh, teaching our children or understanding ourselves enough to find a way to channel that in a positive way Uh, that's one of the things i'd love to see come out of all this is us understanding ourselves in a better way that we can help the younger generation get through without having to end up in prison because there's this intensity in you that's very chaotic. Uh, you know, we're it's starting to be called dysregulation in the mental health community. I decided I don't like that term because it's being bandied about as if there's something wrong with you, uh, and I'm instead calling it hyper versus hypo reactive. You're slow to react. Versus your hyper hyper reactive response, meaning when you see something and it triggers a violent reaction, you go from zero to 100 very very quickly. Uh, where somebody else, it may take a lot more time. You are there, you are on, jumping on top of the person, you are lifting the car off, you're pulling them out of the fire. You're blocking your body from the gunshot. You're pushing the child out of the way to be in front of the bus. It's not a thinking process. It's a chemical process that is so quickly facilitated by the nervous system that you don't have any way to really manage it, except as you get older, you can understand this about yourself. And that's where I came up with this last idea about the orchestra or the director in that our nervous system is like all the components of a symphony. There are musicians, there's instruments, there's notes, there's percussion, there's tempo, there's rhythm, there's continuity, there's all these different things, flow, pacing, and the conductor is taking all of these elements And bringing them together. And if you think about it, you know, in a more complex way, like you get to choose which musicians, you get to choose which notes, you get to choose which instruments, which tempo. And that is your personal symphony. And when all of those pieces come together in a harmonic, uh, whichever dynamic or slow, progressive way, whatever you feel like, right... Because we're all, you know, up and down, the, the frequency, up and down, up and down, and up and down. You know, at our peak, we're at our peak uh, wired for danger moment, and the rest of the time, you know, we're either coming down or going up or sitting in the, the lull factor between, if you look, think about in between waves, right? Just sitting around waiting for the next set to come in, waiting for the perfect wave. That's what it feels like to be wired for danger. Waiting for the next time I can actually be myself, Right without, you know, going out and causing problems. And so I love this idea because you could have just one person singing without any instruments or you could have a massive symphony uh, that's highly complex, bringing together this incredible resonant sound. And there's so much variety in this, but what they all have in common is this mastery of self, taking all these different elements that are unique to you and pulling them together and creating what your version of a beautiful music experience or movie story is. Whether it's, uh, you know, like that young guy in Falling in Reverse where it's loud and dynamic and intense or whether it's like the other video that's very slow and soothing and melodic and beautiful. It really doesn't matter because the point is, is that as the nervous system is the conductor. Our nervous system is the conductor. It can do freeze. It can do flight. It can do fight. Uh, it can do push, pull, pause. It does everything for us. It, it masters Every component in our body, it's a highway wiring system. I'm not going to go into all the biology, but having spent a ridiculous amount of time looking at all these things, if we can just think about it, we don't have to understand how it's doing it, right? We don't have to have a whole conversation about what part of the brain and what neuron is firing and which receptor is catching it, all this kind of stuff. We don't need to know any of that because we know how it feels, right? When you are in flow state, When you are at your peak crisis, wire for danger moment, you know what that feels like. I think the harder part is the rest of the time. Uh, And that's the maturity. That's the ability to learn about who we are and how to manage ourselves. And you know this idea applies to everybody, not just a wire for danger person. So somebody who's calm that's more of a freeze person that likes things soothing, that doesn't like problems. I know it's you guys who are like me will get this right Like certain people just don't get angry or flustered, which I couldn't in a million years imagine. <laughs> what that feels like right I mean I can manage it but there's times when I can't manage it and uh, because the flood happens pretty much whether you want it or not the only difference is whether you cannot let everybody else know you're in flood mode so but there's certain people who just don't get upset now sometimes That's a genetic. Sometimes that's a learned state of helplessness from their childhood. It's not important what it is at this moment. But the point being is that we're all extremely different in how we respond to the different kinds of experiences and stimuli and thoughts and uh, experiences and emotions and feelings. It's all just a great big mishmash and our nervous system is the one that's orchestrating. It's pulling all the strings. It's creating, whether it's a beautiful harmonic symphony or it's just like a bunch of drunk musicians and nobody has rhythm and nobody can stay on tune, right? And it's chaotic and it's discordant and it's physically uncomfortable to be around. And that's a feeling, that's a, a, a visceral sensory experience that i cannot convey to you through my talking that's why i wanted to play those two videos for you because uh, i didn't include one that i don't know uh, i mean i'm sure if i hunted i could find something that was horrible sounding but uh but it's there right you can feel the difference just like the first time i watched the haven we are the sea i think is the one i'm going to put up I cried. It was so beautiful. And the first time I listened to those other guys, I'm like, okay, I know I'm too old to like this, but this is so me, right? This is so me, who I am on the inside. The screaming, the yelling, uh, the words make a lot of sense. The visual is very intense. Everything I am is what that guy is showing you, except for the terrible makeup and haircut and stuff. So we all have a different song within us that we were born to play, and... One of the dangers as being a wire for danger person is that gets lost along the way because the rest of the world doesn't like us when we are not in a symphonic, harmonious way. Now, if you are super ego-driven and you're narcissistic and you're manipulative, you can take this entire skill set, you can enter into the arena And you can become very rich, very influential, very powerful, very famous. But most of us don't want that. Most of us would rather be on the battlefield fighting face to face because that's what feels good. It's just not practical. And so, you know, the next level to all of this is really thinking of yourself as the conductor for your own personal symphony or music group, or however you want to, or director of your own movie, what do you want it to feel like? How many pieces do you want in play? What kind of impact do you want it to have, both on yourself and those around you, right? Because how we are resonating affects those around us. When we are chaotic and uh, out of balance and dysregulated and thrashing and trying to hurt people we're a lot of work. Anybody who's wired for danger knows that, right? You're very uncomfortable for other people. Other pe- When you are in your intense place, if you're not literally kind of in saving somebody's life mode, then you're uncomfortable. You're too much. I made a podcast about that. You're just too much. People don't like it. You get a lot of feedback. Uh, you get rewarded if you are lucky enough to be someplace where that kind of uh, behavior or experience works yeah, on the battlefield, uh, in a first responder job, you know, in acting, in uh, a musical group, in art. There's lots of places where you can be yourself. But because we don't really think about ourselves in this way and we don't have a very deep understanding of these ideas that I'm talking about in the way I'm talking about them, I think, I mean, it's not a secret what I'm talking about. We have lots of labels and the psychiatric uh, diagnostic uh, thing for people to be quote unquote you know mentally ill. Uh, I think most of this is just that we don't understand ourselves, we don't know how to manage ourselves uh, and because we're being assaulted on a chemical level uh, and all these other different things out in the world that it's extremely difficult to manage ourselves. Even you know knowing what I know about myself, it's hard to manage myself. You know you get me too tired, you get me too hungry, you get me too irritable, and I'm all chaos. I am nobody's musician or friend, right? I'm not even good on the battlefield and they're not going into the arena because I'm dangerous. And I know I have to get myself out of the way, but a young kid doesn't, you know, they walk down the street, they attack somebody, they end up in jail for the rest of their lives because they don't understand who they are and why they are the way they are. And mostly we're under a kind of assault in the world that's never existed before. The amount of electromagnetic frequency that's impacting us is unmanageable. There's something loud passing by. So I don't know if you'll be able to hear that. It's pretty intense. Helicopters. Uh, You know, the amount of toxins in our food that are dysregulating our chemicals in our body. Uh, The amount of overstimulation that we're all getting. The lack of nature. The lack of silence. The lack of putting our feet on the ground. Of just being bored and allowing our nervous systems to reset themselves. Most people are in a highly stimulated state all the time and if that is brought on in a fearful way you know that's the same thing as being at war it compromises your immune system and it's not good for us and so I wanted to bring that to your attention because I thought well that's a really interesting way to think about it but it creates a simple visual that you can kind of slide yourself into where you are where you want to be I'm not saying that you can't be a gladiator I'm just saying that Right now we are putting a lot of focus on the gladiators and there's a lot of people sitting in the arena and we have to ask ourselves some really hard questions about what is it that we're being entertained with? Uh, Is it something that we want to stick around for because we're gaining value? Uh, Are we being hypnotized so we can't get up? Uh, I remember that when I still had a TV You know how you sit down and you can't get back up. You know, I got rid of my TV and I can always get back up now, even though sometimes I'm too tired to get back up. But I'm not hypnotized so that I can't get up. Uh, You know, are we bored because we don't want to look around and see what's actually going on outside, so we allow ourselves to be entertained by the drama and the chaos in the arena? Are we avoiding... uh, things in our life that we are responsible for by taking our energy and focusing it on what other people are doing or more importantly this whole over analysis that we've got going on all the time about everything that is not in our control it's good to know what's going on but you only need to know so much you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours and hours every day being told the same thing over and over and over again, which is kind of, we're at a stuck point right now where the arena is becoming repetitive. And so people are getting louder and scarier and more uh, dogmatic, trying to shock and awe you into getting their attention because, right, only one person wins when they're fighting it out as gladiators in the arena. They must keep your attention if they're going to stay alive. So... Uh, I just wanted something simple for you to think about, something simple to visualize. Uh, I wanted to create an experience where you could watch the music videos just to get a sense of what I'm talking about, what it feels like to have a highly organized nervous system, whether it's in the calm state or the intense state, there is still flow to it. It's not... Jaggedy, chaotic, distractive, right? Everything pulls together and works together and flows. And that's how we are meant to function in the world, except it's our responsibility to do that. And it's wildly difficult in the world today because there's just so much chaotic interruption. It's unprecedented what's going on right now. So Uh, Don't expect any of us to ever be perfect, but we can understand it and continuously remind ourselves, which is, you know, a touchstone. That's what I want us to do here. Not to tell you things you don't know, but to find ways to keep reminding ourselves what we want to stay focused on, what we are responsible for. How can we be accountable for what we're responsible for? These are not fun and exciting. This is the work. This is why we're here. This is what means When I say we have to do the hard thing, Wired for Danger just wants to do the right thing and it has to do it the hard way. It's just who we are. Too late to trade that in. So with that, we're going to take a deep breath and I, my friends, will see you next time.